Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. Off having a baby right now is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. I would tell Zeke to say hello to the folks, but he's off. So I actually have a good friend of mine filling in tonight, Michael St. Pierre. Just say hi to the folks. Hello, folks. Glad to be here. Ricky Bobby, I told you, you don't have to lean in. Oh, yeah. It's okay. The mic's going to get you. All right. Okay. Got it. No, you're you're very good. Don't, do you want to do it again? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so welcome. A lot of people might not know this. Uh, you and I are a part of a whiskey group together. We're part of a bourbon group. You are displaced from the hurricane right now and having to spend time living in Zeke's Airbnb for a week. Yeah, it's been it's been so terrible. Had to evacuate Charleston for the hurricane, which apparently never even hit. Charleston. So I've kind of been displaced, but really enjoying myself out here in Nashville. Oh man, this is a gives gives Charleston a good run for its money. That's for sure. So it's kind of funny because that hurricane it it came around. It almost it almost swooped down, but then went back up. Like I feel bad for North Carolina. The thing was larger than life. I don't even understand how it completely missed Charleston. I, I really don't understand. It was like a direct hit, and then. You know, we we all were mandatory evacuation. We leave and it turns turns away. So, I mean, I'm pretty happy that it did turn away. But also, it's kind of weird uh, being mandatory evacuation for a, a, a sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we hope the people that it did hit, we hope everybody's safe. We hope everybody's doing well. Definitely. We are very happy to have you here. We're also very, very happy to have Robert Longhurst with us here tonight. This is a long time coming. Robert is the inventor, founder, and part owner of Red Eye Rye. And we, we've been talking about doing something together for months. So it's yeah, great to finally have you in the studio. Yeah, glad to be here for sure. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So this this is great. It's it's new faces. I'm not seeing Zeke all the time. <laughs> but Zeke is off uh, with his beautiful baby daughter. And I just want to make sure to give him another huge congrats. It's always weird not having him here, but it's given me some time to uh, spend spend uh, a good night with new people, uh, old friends, new people, and, and trying something that, man, he is totally missing out on these cocktails that you've made tonight. Yeah. Um, we're going to go through this, but Robert's made us an old-fashioned You've made us an old-fashioned with tonic, and then we're having this red-eye straight. And, um, man, we're sipping on these cocktails while we're, we're doing the podcast, but damn, the cocktails are amazing. It's ridiculous. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's So what he did here, we're going to talk a little bit about this rye. It is a coffee-infused rye. It's 80 proof, 80% ABV. 95% rye, 5% barley. It's aged for about 12 to 14 months over at OZ Tyler. They are not, you know, I don't want to steal your thunder. All we, good. We want to hear it's, about... Uh, it's four, 40% 80 proof. Um, yeah, all real ingredients. Brand new local product. We just launched about nine months ago um, out of Nashville. So, yeah, excited to be here and talk about it. Let you guys try it for sure. And you're, you're using the juice over at OZ Tyler. So yes, sir. It's, it's OZ Tyler whiskey. Um, it's their rye whiskey. 
we said 95% rye, 5% barley. It's all blended together because it's coffee-infused rye, right? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, simply put, that's what it is. Um, you know, the high rye content kind of allows the nuances to come through. Once we blend everything together, it's not just like a, uh, you know, bitter black coffee and rye whiskey. It's it's nuanced. It's uh, There's some chocolate notes, hazelnut, that kind of thing, but it is still 80 proof. It's not a liqueur by any means. It's, it's a foolproof whiskey. Um, using all real ingredients. There's no kind of caramel color or anything like that. It's all uh, all real stuff meant to be enjoyed by itself or mixed in cocktails. So. No, it's very dark. I mean, if you look at this on its own, it almost looks like coffee, right? Definitely, yeah. You um, can just fill the mug up to the top yeah, for sure. It's got a beautiful red, <laughs> red hue to it. Yeah. Not anybody, you know, if you're looking at this for the first time, you're not going to think uh-huh. it's a rye whiskey. I mean, it's definitely... Looks like something that's an after-dinner port. It looks like uh, something that that you would sip and enjoy after a nice meal at one of the places that Michael has been living it up in Nashville. (laughs) I'm so full. Good. Good. (laughs) How many? Where would you go? By the way, not to make this about you, but I mean, you are a guest. Yeah, let's not make this. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear about it though. uh, Oh, where have I eaten? I I think everywhere. Both of us are Nashville natives. Yeah, we got to hear about Arnold's, uh, Martin's. Um. Oh God, Folk. Um, Rolf and daughters. Rolf, but Ralph and daughters, whatever. Um, No, like. Like you know, the, it's R O L F, right? Rolf, yeah, yeah, you know Rolf. the um, okay, Rolf. You know the the Muppet, Rolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rolf and daughters. Okay, well, I don't watch the Muppets too often. I'm sure you you watch it a lot more than I do. <laughs> I watch I watch the Muppets. Yeah. I watch Dora yeah. the Explorer. Uh-huh. That's how I pregame. Cars, Cars, uh, Frozen. Cars Fro- is fantastic. Kachow. Yeah, we did the whiskey. Um, 40, me and you went there. What yeah, we it? went to Bourbon 404. Steak. 404. 404 Oh, yeah, we went to Bourbon Steak. I went to Emmy Squared last night with Zeke. I haven't uh, been to Bourbon Steak yet. I heard that place is uh, top Yeah, notch. bring your wallet and maybe sit, take out a second mortgage, <laughs> yeah. too, while you're right. at it. Jesus. I mean, I figured out how to do it. If you So, so Michael orders about five appetizers. Right. I had it figured out where I thought I was going to spend about 100 bucks. right? If you get steak and a side and a nice drink or two, yeah. you can you can do 100 bucks 100 a person. A person? That's not too bad. I mean, that's I guess that's par for a nice yeah. night out. Yeah. A good steak yeah. there, you know, the ribeye is probably going to be in the 40s. Right. Um, I think it was higher than that. I mean, 40s for a ribeye. Bone-in ribeye, I think, was good. like 70 or 80. Yeah. No, but a regular ribeye. Oh, yeah, regular. Regular ribeye bucks. is 40. Um, it's not bad. You know, I think the filet is in the 40s. And it's then, a good ribeye. It's not bad at all. But the, best, but the best eating thing I did was uh, I did a hot chicken showdown. I got seven different hot chickens and lined them all up here in the kitchen. I got Prince's. <laughs> How did that 400, Oh, God. I'm, still, hur- I'm yeah. still hurting. The beginning was fantastic. Prince's 400, Pepper Fire, Slow Burn, uh, um... Hattie B's, and then uh, what was the other one? A couple other ones. Oh, uh, B- Bolton's, and then uh, Helen's. So I got all those, and oh my god, yeah, I'm still hurting. You're you're still hurting. Yeah, everybody's leaving. So what was the what was the heat level though on all? I did of them? Was medium. I did medium the, all the way okay. through because 
anything uh, I, I've done. Uh, well, actually, I've never done anything hotter than medium, but right. I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I can barely yeah. handle medium. Yeah, you got to put the toilet paper in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always say the pro tip is if you go medium, you never know who is working. So depending on who's working, they're either going to make it really, really hot. Oh yeah, or it, it's going to be really. It was really definitely. Hot. It, in the, it was in definitely the not consistent. It was definitely not consistent across the board. Like some were like fire hot, and then some were like not hot at all. And and that's the thing is people. I always tell people when they come to town, they go, "What level should I order?" And I say, "Always medium," because right. it could be super, super, super hot. Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's but Prince's wins. Prince's is really? king. It really okay. is, man. I, I you know I hate to fall into the hype, but it really is the best. Okay. Personally, in Fair my enough. opinion. Well, let's Fair get enough. back to these drinks. So, what actually made you start Red Eye Ride? Because you said you were a bartender. Yeah. Um, that that's what you were doing before this. Right. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you all got started. Yeah. So. Uh, I was bartending in town for 10 plus years and, uh, you know, as lots of bartenders do, they, you know, make their own infusions, make their own, you know, thing that they keep in an unmarked bottle behind the bar. And I was infusing different stuff into whiskey, coffee, black walnut, vanilla, chicory root, honey, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I was coming up with different stuff and giving it to guests after dinner, giving it to my buddies that came in. Uh, fellow bartenders as like sort of a bartender's handshake type thing. Um, kind of trying to make my own version of an Amaro. Um, that was like the beginning stages of red eye, red eye rise. It turns out. Um, so for, for a lot of people that just drink whiskey on here, what typically is in an Amaro? Uh, it's usually a, uh, grape or grain based spirit with, uh, different herbs, roots, spices infused into it. And it's definitely native to Italy. Um, it's an Italian thing, uh, Fernet, Chinar, that type of stuff. Uh, it sounds like dinner. an Italian Mama Juana. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> You've never, Dominican Mama Republic Wana. has, yeah, it, that it's sounds actually, great. so it's called the baby making drink and it is rum infused with, uh, all these spices from the Dominican. That sounds delicious. It goes That's perfect. You and I will have yeah. to get, I have a bottle. I want to try it. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll have to, next time we get together, I'll, I'll bring the Mama Juana. Just, that sounds like my kind of thing, man. You, yeah. you have to watch out because stuff happens after that. And, and then I don't want to be hanging out with you guys. You know, <laughs> no. I mean, if it's baby making, we got to part ways. You know? Mama Juana directly contributed to my daughter. So Good. it's... Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, she was a honeymoon baby in the Dominican Republic. So. All right. Well, I definitely don't need any of that then. Yeah. <laughs> Word said, "Did you home with a bottle?" <laughs> no, no. Back to Charleston with some baby. Yeah, yeah. Liquid. Please, I do not need that. Yeah. I really don't. Lady, ladies, he's single. Yeah. So, so you're not you're not a father. I'm not yeah. just just a, to a four legged four fur baby. Yeah, the Ducati, yeah. little Duke. He yeah. does have a really really cool dog. I that don't want to cool make dog. this all about. Where is the dog? He's sleeping. Oh, he's, he's yeah. He'll, he'll cruise around right. here in a little bit. Kind of miss the dog. So we do have a mascot. I mean, we have a mascot yeah. tonight. We have a little uh, Italian greyhound <laughs> for uh, an Italian inspired rye drink, right? Yeah, definitely. So you were you were making it. It was more your bartender's handshake. Sure. Uh, so how did, how did people know? Like, so people just had to know to go to you. Yeah. I mean, it was always like a super experimental type thing and, and I was making it behind the bar and, and, uh, 
I'd let different people try it and my buddies that came in and, you know, I'd always give them different versions of it and, you know, they'd give me feedback and it was one of those things where, uh, once I came up with a name for it, Red Eye Rye, like my buddies, we all looked at each other and we we're like, this has got to be on, on the back bar, you know, you know, it's a good idea. It's a good name. I feel like it caught, uh, and I was actually doing some consulting for a mixer brand, um, Barsmith. Uh, I was developing some of their flavors and doing some stuff with them and ended up partnering with them to launch the spirit. So it was like, you know, once we named it, we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, we got to make this a thing. So, Well, I just have to say it, it's really, really good. Let's talk about Thank it you. here for a second. Um, the nose for me was just thick chocolate. It was rich like a molten lava chocolate cake. Slight pepper and spice on there on the mm-hmm. nose too, but I mean, you look at this. We we never really mention, um, we we never really mention this too much on the color. I mean, this looks like coffee. Doesn't Definitely. really look like whiskey, but it's not supposed to because it's infused with coffee sure. and and coffee beans. Um, you talk a little bit about the filtering process, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if we're describing this as well. There are no coffee grounds in here no. at all. It's it's very um, it's all liquid. What goes into that? Basically, it was a, a long and drawn out process of of trying to make the product as as clear as possible. Um, not like from a color standpoint necessarily, but just you know, when you pick up the bottle, we didn't want people to see a bunch of muck in the bottom of it. Um, and because we are using real ingredients, that was kind of hard to achieve. Um, so it took us a long time to you know, figure out the way to, to filter all that stuff out. Um, coffee's a super thick thing. And when you, you know, infuse real coffee with stuff, it wants to have sediment. So, um, between that, you know, finding the right rye whiskey and, and making the flavor happen in a way that, you know, made us all happy. It was, it was almost a four year process. So, cause I find that funny too, even, you know, if I'm at home doing a, um, a drip, sure. Opposed to, um, you know, putting a K cup in or, right. or putting yeah. it, you know, putting it in an actual filter. When you do that, that, uh, drip coffee, I mean, grinding the beans to the right size. Sure. Is very, uh, mm-hmm. very key to making a good drip coffee. Definitely. Yeah. So a lot of trial and error. Were you involved in that or did you let other people do that kind of stuff? For uh, you? A little bit of both. Um, we were heavily involved in the process, but uh, we had lots of experts to help us out along the way for sure. So That's good. That's good. Yeah. Are you a big coffee fan, Michael? I, mean, I love coffee. That's another thing I did here in Nashville. Hit a lot of coffee, but... We do have good coffee. Uh, yeah. I, good I, will, coffee. I do want to like talk about the color, though. Uh, it, it's just such a beautiful, like rich, dark... Like it looks like a really, really, really heavily sherried single malt scotch. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a touch darker. But you can, if you put it up to the light, you know, it's got that beautiful red like hue to it, and it's just it, it, it's it's awesome. So what do you get on the nose? I I said what I got on the nose. Lots of chocolate. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It like like you said, it's weird how you can kind of s- say something smells thick and thick but it does it smells like thick yeah it's rich it's creamy smelling as weird as that sounds but it really isn't and you were saying like island guava earlier but i get more like darker like 
that's more on the taste, right? And and that's a good place to go to because when I taste it, you get slight spice on the beginning, at least for me. I, I felt that little tingle let me kind of know it's a rye. And then it brings notes of passion fruit and cherries and, and guava and a lot of tropical fruit more on. And it's not citrusy, but it's the it's Yeah, I think that's, that's the rye whiskey kind of. Rye whiskey is young. It's 12 to 14 months old. So, um, and it, it is a younger rye. Young. It doesn't taste, you, yeah. you can't taste the youngness in it. It's, it's, right. a, I mean, you can taste it in, in, in a benefit, like mm-hmm. it benefits it, but it doesn't, you know, sometimes young whiskeys, they, they taste a little too green. Sure. Definitely. That's that you're not getting that here at all. Yeah. And I think I, it, it plays to its advantage a little bit and brings out some nuanced flavors in the in the coffee and like you're saying it you know it's nuanced with a little bit of you know even tropical fruit if you pull that out that's that's great i think that's the benefit of being an infused spirit as mm-hmm. well because it can kind of numb the the youth of the whiskey definitely yeah without you know making it feel like it's it's being muted somehow and um but definitely Beginning of the palate was more uh, spicy, but nothing that was even like when you have a rye and you really know like your lips tingle. It wasn't like that. It was the Mm -hmm. slightest hit of pepper and spice and lets you know it's there. Then it really moves to just coating. It's almost like the coffee coats your palate Mm -hmm. and then you're left with that fruit. And then the finish for me, I think it's probably good for us to just talk about the taste and finish together, but... The finish, that dark chocolate fruit lingers, but it licks your lips. I get no spice on the finish for me. It's it's very just, it's it's that spice. You know what I get? It's like very maple syrupy at the end. It just sits there too. Like, I think I, I mean, I took a sip over a minute ago. I'm still, I can still taste it. It's, it's just there. Yeah. It doesn't disappear. It's, it's there and it kind of makes you go like... Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's enjoyable, definitely. And it's eighty proof, so I feel like you know. That being yeah. said, you don't necessarily feel when you're sipping it by itself. You don't necessarily feel like you're sipping a eighty proof product. You know? Have yeah. you have you played around with like different proof points and a little bit? Yeah, especially in, when we were developing it, um, that was one of the things. You know, should we should we proof it down? Lots of the stuff, uh, especially you know the other flavored stuff. You know. We're more of an infusion, but you know the other flavored stuff that that's on the market is lower proof, thirty, you know, thirty, thirty five percent. A lot of it's not necessarily even all whiskey. Uh, so when we were developing the the product, it was one of those things: do we want to lower the proof? Do we want to make it kind of along the lines of the other stuff? And it was, you know, that's where I kind of put my foot down. I was like, no, it's got to be a at least an eighty proof product, and. In order to be used in a variety of different ways, I feel like it needs to be an 80 proof product to stand up to other stuff and to be able to be mixed in different cocktails, old fashions, Manhattan's. I was I was thinking like the other, have you ever tried going a little higher on that? Like just have you messed around with that and you found that 80 proof is just the the most well-rounded? Yeah, it's definitely the most well-rounded. You know, I wanted it to be a, a versatile product. I wanted people to be able, you know, enjoy it by itself first and foremost. But, um, I also wanted people to be able to mix with it and, you know, higher proof stuff is great by itself and I feel like it, it's attracted people wanting to just sip on it, but, you know, mixing it, it might stand out too much or, or Definitely. you know, bring out some of the other stuff that, you know, isn't necessarily desirable in a, in a mixed drink, but um, 
Yeah. Well, I definitely appreciate that because there's some things like, especially being in Tennessee, there's a lot of quote unquote moonshine. Sure. And you look at it and it's all 20 to 30%. Right. And you, know, you look at it and you're like, listen. How is that moonshine? It's yeah. not moon. Like the moonshine I know is going to yeah. put hair on your chest. Yeah, it's not moonshine unless your vision blurs after the first. Right. You know, and and you can kind of put it on a wound after sure. you get cut. Yeah. Um, unless you can run your car off of it, it's not moonshine. But it really, you know, I appreciate having an infused. It's not typical, I think, for a lot of people to go run to infused drinks, especially mm-hmm. the people that are going to be listening to this show. Sure. And Definitely. that's why um, it's a pleasant surprise to me. I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that, that you have an 80 proof infused drink. I mean, we just had one of the toughest guys on from Leatherwood Spirits up in Pleasant View. Yeah. Green Beret makes his own whiskey. Yeah. You know, the whiskey is all over 80 and then he has the moonshine and he's like, I kicked it up a little bit. It's at 30 <laughs> uh, opposed to what uh, some of those other moonshines are. But this is something that I think also did, did you think about efficiency at all being behind the bar and being a bartender? Because I've been a bartender too. Yeah. If you have something that's 80 proof you don't have to run to put something else in the drink, too, that you're making. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'd like to think that this saves a lot of bartenders a, a, a couple steps, if it, you know, more than one step for sure. Um, when I was infusing all the stuff into the rye whiskey, it would it would proof down quite a bit. You know, you'd be surprised when you actually measure the stuff. Just infusing real ingredients into something, how much the proof goes down. Um, so we've kind of like up the ante a little bit and made like a full 80 proof product that's already infused and already has some real ingredients in it. Um, so it's something that's done with integrity and something that's done that can save a bartender stuff for sure. It's, it's something that could be useful. Definitely. And efficiency was, was huge with me when I was running bar programs and being busy behind the bar. And when you get too deep, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do more than three or four steps for sure. So, and on a busy night, you really just hope everybody wants like, a makers and Sprite sure. or a makers and ginger yeah. and gin like, and tonic <laughs> as much as you don't like those vodka sodas and whatever they're they're pretty attractive when it comes to you know speed and efficiency for sure I was uh yeah there were there were some places I, I bartended at a restaurant but I also bartended at a, a pure bar and the restaurant one's so easy it's like somebody wants a draft beer you're like yeah. oh okay Amen. that's good Let's and then you're at the bar and you're cranking out those like Jack and Cokes and then somebody's like, I want a Manhattan. And you're like, do you see the line yeah. here? Like you don't really want a Manhattan. Yeah. Um, did you come to the right place? Right. <laughs> but that, that, uh, or they want tastes of the craft beers or something. You're like, come on, man. Like, yeah. let's just, yeah. We're it's Saturday night. We're five deep. Like right. just, just kind of pick one. Yeah. You, you know what you want for sure. Um, what have you thought about doing besides, have you thought about doing anything other than coffee? Like where definitely. does this go moving forward? Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to do stuff other than coffee and, and we've got some stuff in the works for sure. Um, other flavor wise and hoping to have that out honestly in the next like few months for sure. We want to launch it, you know, later this year, if not Q1 of uh, next year. So. so does this still stay as red eye rye at that point or is it? We're not sure. Um, Red Eye Rye, I think, is a great standalone product. Um, And Red Eye naturally kind of lends itself to coffee. But, uh, 
we're not sure. That's that's all the stuff we're kind of trying to work out right now to see if if you know that's going to be another brand or if it's under Red Eye Rye or, or what it is. So, but it all comes under the parent company that is not necessarily Red Eye Rye. Mm-hmm. I know it's on the the bottle. I, I don't have it right. Uh, Four Blue Palms right now yeah. is, the, is the parent company for everything, but that that'll probably change. And as we grow as a brand, some things will will change minorly and whatnot. So. Is there yeah, a good the story group. behind the the name of Red Eye Rock or Four Blue Palms? Uh, that predates me, so I, I'm not sure. Honestly, yeah, Man, that's something to find out. Yeah, that yeah, is something to good to find out. out. Sure, that sounds like a good name of a horse too. Four Blue Palms, it does. Man, that's like it's going to be the next Triple Crown winner, right I there. Hope so, yeah. Um, so this is this is coming out at thirty bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, give or take. I think that's kind of the average price point. Yeah. Which is really fair. I mean, the fact that you are using a craft whiskey, a lot of times those crafts come out a little bit higher. Keeping your price point down with a craft like that and and you know, obviously the extra process that goes in for infusing, that's pretty impressive that you're actually putting it out at, at thirty bucks. What's your distribution right now? Where could be? I mean, we know people can get in Nashville. Yeah. Where else can the folks get you? Um, most of Tennessee, uh, all of Tennessee, really. Uh, you know, Memphis, Knoxville, Nashville, Chattanooga, um, Georgia, Kentucky. Those are the uh, three states we're in right now. But you know, most of your local liquor stores should have it. If not, definitely ask for it. So. Can they get you online anywhere? Unfortunately not right now. Uh, we don't have online distribution as of yet, but that's something we're looking into for sure. We want to get that problem solved. So what do you typically drink when you're, you know, when you're going out? Yeah. Um, kind of, I know you did this as a bartender, but sure. what's your, what's your inspiration? What are you typically reaching for? Now we know it's red eye rye, but sure. before that, what yeah. was it? Um, honestly, it was a lot of Amaro for Nat. Uh, it was something I, I drink definitely just kind of sip it. It was something that was higher proof. It was, you know, satisfying to sip on, but you know, it wasn't going to get you, you know, super wasted after just two, you know, one or two of them. Um, had a unique flavor to it. It was kind of refreshing. So that was kind of my go-to. I've always liked tequila, mezcal, that kind of thing, rum. Um, those were definitely all my go-tos for sure. So not really a whiskey guy. I, I love whiskey. I've, I've always loved whiskey. Um, rye whiskey is definitely my thing. I'm not a huge bourbon guy. I never have been super into bourbon. It, like the sweetness from the corn gets me a little bit. I've always, like if I find this whiskey that I love, it's always been a rye, you know? So what rye do you typically gravitate toward? Willet is probably hands down my favorite anything that they release i I go towards for sure um you and everybody else yeah right no kidding. that's not like a new thing for sure <laughs> definitely not unique uh let's see overhaul is kind of like a staple it's easy to find it's you know cheap rittenhouse is pretty good too yeah, for definitely. sazerac even yeah. sazerac rittenhouse good sazerac baby baby great. sazerac is just a great everyday little sip definitely definitely i'm a huge pikesville guy that's yeah. good too and then, uh the the michter's barrel strength rye right yeah. not the toasted barrel one but the regular barrel strength rye is yeah so good but those are not easy to come by right no not here not right. here uh 
Pikesville, you can get here yeah, pretty regularly. Pikesville. And it's a pretty decent price, right? It's pretty decent. It's about 50 bucks, but it's 110 proof exactly. for your ride. Uh, the Knob Creek has been coming out with really great Knob Creek is awesome. Yeah. This year, um, Carruthers had a great pick of that. So did um, I haven't had Carruthers. So did Turok at, yeah. at Elixir Spirits. Zeke was in on that pick. Beast from the East. That was a great pick. Right. Um, there's been some really, really good Knob Creek rise this year. I, yeah. I didn't really gravitate towards the the cast strength one they put sure. out because you can get cast strength in the pick. What was the proof of that? I think it was 110. Because I haven't had any of the barrel picks or anything like that, but Knob Creek is, all, is definitely a good solid ride for sure. Barrel picks were great. Yeah. I, I think we say all that knowing that you know what made you decide to pick OZ Tyler at the end yeah. of the day knowing all those rides were out there. Yeah, I mean, they had the best liquid that we could get our hands on that I was, you know... I wanted to start with a great product that I would drink by itself. Um, they had a great product that I felt good about drinking just by itself. It was still young, but it was something that that was good. You know, it was something that I would put in a glass over ice and just drink it by itself. And I felt like if you started with great ingredients, you're going to end up with a with a decent product. And um, you know, we tried a lot of different stuff from a lot of different places and and. In a variety of different ages as well, and, and OZ Tyler came up with with what I felt the most comfortable with for sure. You know, one thing I will say about this stuff is is you know at thirty dollars a bottle, that's it's pretty it's pretty impressive because you can go to one of these fancy coffee shops for breakfast, get a couple, <laughs> yeah. get a cortado and a and a yeah. pour over, and you're you're at thirty bucks right there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can taste the the quality of the coffee in this for sure, and What's cool is whether it has a lot of caffeine in it or not, you know, um, you said it, it doesn't have a lot, but, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like you're drinking coffee. Like, sure. You know, I've had a glass of this now and I, I actually feel more awake. Yeah. You know, not, yeah, not that it, it. Yeah. It's just like it has something to do, I think, with your brain thinks you're taking in coffee. <laughs> you get that coffee flavor and it just it just it wakes right. you up. I mean. It's either the alcohol or the caffeine. I don't know which it is. But I feel like either <laughs> well, one usually does the reverse for me. But yeah. this is, uh, yeah, this is liven, livened me up a little bit. Yeah. After that, that big meal I had an hour ago, I'm feeling pretty good. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm about to pour another. But you said the, the amount of alcohol in here at the end of the day, or the amount of coffee, sorry. Right. You said the amount of coffee in here at the end of the day is probably equivalent to one cup of 12 ounce coffee yeah. for the whole bottle. Yeah, the whole bottle is about a 12 ounce cup of coffee's worth of uh caffeine. Yeah. So it's when you when you break it down to the drink, it's negligible um because we use real ingredients, real coffee beans, etc. You know, we can't say it's decaf, but uh right. <laughs> by the, you know, by the drink, by, you know, 2 ounce pour is is but that's, but that's with caffeine, the actual but, liquid coffee, right? But didn't you say sure. some of it sits on p- whole beans itself as well yeah there's actual beans rested so in that's kind of hard so, to measure right um yeah it could be i don't know the exact process of measuring the caffeine but we you know it's all something we can do on another episode yeah yeah it's 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 just really good i i, I enjoy it. it's it's <laughs> perfect for like after a meal it's yeah. perfect for cocktails it's just a real versatile 
alcohol. It's, it's just a really, you know, you can do so many things with this. Like I said earlier, like a Negroni would be great with this. That might be my and, favorite, honestly. And, the and favorite application is, is Boulevardier or Negroni with it. Yeah, and you can yeah. even get crazier than that, you know, like even do like, uh, you know, those espresso martinis yeah. possibly. I mean, all that comes yeah, out of Yeah, it's like, a, you know, as a bartender, like my my pet, it wasn't a pet peeve, but, you know, you always cringed when a group of people just wanted like a whole round of espresso martinis or something. And it's just like kind of the easy vodka drink. And, you know, I, I'm not a hater of vodka by any means. It's, it serves its purpose, but, uh, you can give them something a little more, bit more interesting with, with whiskey by using the product. You know, it's, it's something that you can give them whiskey where you make an espresso martini with red eye rye and they're not even going to realize that, you know, you could have a bunch of vodka drinkers drinking this stuff and they'd be like, oh, this is right. great. And they won't know you didn't add Van Gogh espresso. Exactly. That, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's just, I mean, in Nashville, nobody cares if you're doing that. They want to know you're using a local place in Nashville for your yeah, espresso. people love local stuff here, which yeah. is great. It's fantastic. And it's yeah. just, yeah, it's it's. It's kind of the thing. It's like Nashville wouldn't know about Van Gogh Espresso. They'd be like, did you use Eighth and Roast? Like, right, sure. You know, yeah. did you use Humphrey Street or did you go down <laughs> to, uh, did you go down to Frothy Monkey? Like, that, yeah. that's what they want to know. But they, they love local stuff. And I mean, even the people that come here, they go to the, the hotel bars and they go to the, um, you know, bars and restaurants in 12 South, wherever it is. And they're, they don't even care what it is. They just walk in and ask what's local. You yeah. Know, like, what, do, what do you guys drink? So, you know. <laughs> I want to know what local Nashville people do. And then actually we say like 10% of the people here grew up here. So. Yeah. I, I was born and raised here. So, yeah. You're a unicorn. I am a unicorn. Yeah. Born and raised. Congratulations. <laughs> Speaking about the versatility that Michael brought up, we, we have two cocktails that you've made for us here. And this is a, a good way to move forward. The first is an old, a red eye old fashioned, and all this is is red eye rye over ice with some bitters. With some bitters, that's it. Yeah, super simple. So good. And then <laughs> going to the the versatility. I mean, people are going to listen to this thinking, think I'm just kind of kissing your butt because you're here, but <laughs> right, it, it's not. And this drink, I really like the coffee note to it in the old fashioned, um, and then I love what. You also did, and I don't know what you call it, but you took the old-fashioned and added some tonic on top of it. Yeah. And you really get... Is it ginger tonic or... No, it's it's, uh, it's 1821 tonic. Their tonic's a little bit different than the other stuff out there. It's not like super quinine heavy. It's it's bitter, but it's, you know, it's got some like cinnamon and... Mm. You That's know, what it is. I yeah. really taste the cinnamon, cinnamon for on sure. top of there. Yeah. Um, and you said they're out of Atlanta, right? Out of Atlanta, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how long they've been around, but I know Atlanta. that they're fairly new to Nashville. So, um, 1821 tonics, great with red eye. Uh, you know, tonic in general is just good with it. Bitter stuff is fantastic. When you add the tonic, it's almost like a little coffee soda. Um, and then, yeah, just the old-fashioned. It's It's got a little bit of cane sugar in there already with a you know sweetness. So, all you have to do is really add bitters. Put a like orange peel in there, and you're good to go with an old fashioned. Super you simple. said you it's 100 percent cane sugar that you put in there. Right? It is cane sugar, yeah. That's awesome, Michael. What about you? What What do you think? You, you obviously you drank your cocktails. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I'm a pretty honest person. I mean, you know that. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't say I liked it. I, I actually really enjoy it. I mean, I mean, no joke. I that's if 
We're sitting it's, here with almost empty glasses, so I yeah, like it's it's, not it's that funny bad. because you could go to a restaurant and order like a drink with twelve ingredients, and if they handed you this, you wouldn't challenge it at all. It's like right. this kind of has everything already built into it, so you don't really have to do much to it. Sure. Did you is, have the one with the tonic? No, here, okay. try this. There you go. It is the funny thing is I, I probably wouldn't drink. I probably wouldn't drink this kind of stuff all night. As Michael knows from going out with me, I, I very much am a I very much go for the neat whiskey. Sure. You know, like, definitely. He's like, what are you getting out? I'm like, neat whiskey. But. At the I, end of the night, you yeah. might come home and. No, it's not even yeah. that. It's after dinner. This yeah. is like, this is the, I'd really enjoy having one of these after a nice meal. And it's one of these things. I'm really big into deck pours. Mm-hmm. I like something to sit out on the deck for a few minutes and just yeah. relax. I have a two and a half year old at home that runs around, <laughs> and when you get Need something stiff, well, not even stiff. It it's just has to be enjoyable. Has to be refreshing. Has right. to be enjoyable. I'm a big. I think, and not to get on my soapbox, but I don't think we're at the point now. We have this whiskey boom, and we have the bourbon boom, and. I think bourbon has so much further to go, almost like wine, where right. you start to see people have applications for it. Sure. So when you think about wine, it's this wine pairs with this. This wine pairs, you know, there's a wine that pairs with, with pasta. There's a wine that pairs with seafood, you know, and, and those dishes within there, you're going to have variations of red, white, or rosé, all those things that complement the food. I think we don't talk about whiskey complementing certain activities right. better. Yeah. You know, so this is something for me that would either start the night, right, end Definitely. the night, or just something on a nice hot day. You mm-hmm. think it, you look at this; it's dark. You would think it would be heavier than it is, right. but you put it over you know, that old fashioned or with that tonic, the tonic breaks it super refreshing. Yeah. yeah. The tonic definitely breaks it to like a, yeah, a really drinkable, crushable drink. Yeah. I mean, you could be mowing the lawn drinking this. And and I think it's that fruit component in there too, that I kind of got on the the taste and, and you throw the tonic in there with that. And the fact that the 1821 is a little bit of a unique tonic that Mm -hmm. brings out those cinnamon notes that th- there's so much complexity going into what is a really simple drink. I find that fascinating. Glad you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm glad I talk too much. Michael, any anything else you got? I mean, no. I mean, if if you want to bring up another subject, I mean, I, I think we covered most of it. I mean, it's it's awesome. I got I got nothing bad to say about this stuff. I'm definitely gonna buy a bottle for sure. Well, Robert, where else can the folks find you? You know, we know we can find you in Middle Tennessee. You told us where we can find you around the country and and the states that are popping up. Hopefully, it ends up being in fifty states sometime. Yeah, definitely. That's but, the uh, goal. Well, you said you just got a you just got into another state today. Yeah, right? Texas, Texas. We're coming hopefully in the next uh, you know thirty days or so. We just got approved, and it's a big and, state. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Texas will be there soon, and and. Um, yeah, right now it's Georgia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. So will help to keep Austin weird. Definitely. And, uh, I mean, that's yeah. I don't feel like it needs much help. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, it, it's redeyerye.com. 
drinkredirye.com. Drinkredirye.com. And then what's your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Um, at drinkredirye on, on uh, Instagram and uh, drinkredirye on Facebook as well. Uh, so Hashtag redirye. Yeah. And you're going to have to let us know because you guys do actually have some sweet merch. And there is a Red Eye Ride t-shirt that looks like Run DMC that I really want. It is super limited edition. And those (laughs) things went like hotcakes, man. It's like I've got like maybe a girl's extra small right now. Which that won't work work for either of us. (laughs) That might fit my pinky. (laughs) So... Uh, Robert, thank you so much for coming. Please thank stay you. in touch. Come back yeah. again. Uh, if people want to know where to find us, actually, Robert, please stay in touch. Come back again. Absolutely. Michael, where can the folks find you if they want to follow you? Do, are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Uh, I mean, if you want to see pictures of whiskey and dogs and food, then go right ahead and follow me. <laughs> that's kind of what that's our basically what I do. do. I eat yeah. a lot. I Obsessed with my with that, little man. critter, and I. So, what's um, your name on there? Let's Mike Dog fourteen. M I K E D O G one four. So it's kind of like everything about you. It's it's right. You know, your name's Mike. You have a dog, and you get 14. and I look fourteen. No, and you have fourteen <laughs> different types of hot chicken delivered <laughs> in a day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Well, Michael, thank you for riding out the hurricane with us in Nashville. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This was awesome. So I, I know I don't take uh, Zeke's place, but, you know, this was fun. Well, you'll uh, have to do it again with Zeke. Yeah, for fun. sure. If people want to know where to find us, go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Also, join our Dad's Drinking Bourbon Facebook group. We actually went live on this podcast tonight, so it was broadcasted in our group at the same time. You can find us on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can find our podcast on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podknife, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. Please leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. If you don't like us, reach out to us personally. We're good people. We'll talk to you about it and try to get better before you actually put something up there. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we end? Nope. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Good Cheers. Times.